Do you want to feel strong, confident, and ready to enjoy life? I'm Jen Shaver, a triple certified fitness expert and mother living her best midlife. I want to help you achieve a healthy, active lifestyle without ever having to go to the gym. We grow together every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and tune in to your weekly fit news. This episode of Fit News is sponsored by... Make wellness a priority in your life. Women's bodies face changes and fluctuations in hormones as they go through the cycle of menopause. Strong for Life offers an exercise program to help you invest in your future and health without crazy routines. We deliver the results you deserve from your time and effort. Go to strongforlifefitness.com to learn more. Now back to our show. Hello and welcome to Fit News. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and joining me today, I have a very special guest, Dr. Katie Harris. After playing four years of soccer at Heidelberg University and graduating with an athletic training degree, Dr. Katie Harris moved out to St. Louis to start her education in chiropractic care. Upon graduating from Logan College of Chiropractic in early 2015, Dr. Harris settled into her new home in Worthington, Ohio by the fall of 2015. With an extensive personal history of knee and low back pain, Dr. Harris strives to provide excellent chiropractic care to patients of all ages. Dr. Harris's hobbies include anything outdoors and, of course, spending time with her son, Will, along with her two rescue dogs. Dr. Harris, thank you so much for taking us the time today to join us to chat because I know that um, for many chiropractic care, there's a lot of myths surrounding it, right? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you hear out there about it. Um, So I want to take some time today to kind of clear up some of those main myths that are out there. What, where do you want to start with those myths? Which myth? Yeah. Um, I think one of my uh, favorite myths is that people uh, don't consider us uh, real doctors, however you want right. um, to say that. Right. So, yeah, right? <laughs> so um, with that being said, um, a lot of people ask about our background or education. So mm-hmm. it is still a doctorate. That's why we mm-hmm. can call ourselves physicians and doctors. Um, so technically, our degree is a chiropractic physician. Okay. So I still have a license with the state board. We still go to technically med school. Um, we just already know what we want to do. So we don't mm-hmm. have to do the whole residency attend, you know, that whole gambit right. because we already know we're going to be um, doctors of the spine or doctors of the nervous system. So mm-hmm. we don't have to do all that stuff. So when someone comes to me, I think my favorite story was there is a, a actually a pharmacist. Uh, looked at me and said, I just don't understand how chiropractors can call themselves doctors when they only have an associate's degree. Oh, and I was like, Oh, okay, well, um, let me just educate you real fast. Yeah, <laughs> still went to med school, still went to, you know, eight plus years of schooling with undergraduate degree. Right. Um, so, you know, just it's it's always fun when uh, people say that we're not real doctors, because <laughs> we still have the schooling, we still mm-hmm. have all of the things I still had to learn how to draw blood and do abdominal exams and do OBGYN exams, just like any other physician, MD or anything that goes to medical school. So that's always my favorite to share to share with people who think I just have an associate's degree. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Right? Oh, my. (laughs) Yeah. And my patients would beg to differ. So yes. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Yes. 
So there's always a ton that go, you know, with chiropractic. A lot of people think that if you don't hear a pop, then then something didn't adjust. So when we are working with the spine and we are doing what's called a chiropractic adjustment, mm-hmm. we are working with the spine and putting it back into an alignment that it's supposed to be in. So your spine is supposed to be in a certain position. We evaluate and see that it's not in that proper position. And so we do chiropractic adjustments to put that back into the right position. And patients think, oh, it didn't pop. So it must not have adjusted. Well, that's not how that works either. So (laughs) when we are with patients, a lot of people think also that we have to, you know, twist them and bend them and manipulate them in, you know, very forceful ways that we don't have to. Um, There are dozens of different techniques that chiropractors could do. I see anyone from the age of, I think my youngest patient in the office was three days old. Obviously, I adjusted my son the day he was born. Um, But three days old up until I have patients in their 90s. Obviously, I'm not going to, you know, twist and pretzel them like I do to some people. Um, But you don't have to hear the pop, you still can get a chiropractic adjustment on someone if it is just moving slightly, it does not have to cavitate. That's what that popping sensation is. And a lot of people think also that we're breaking something if they hear that. That's also not true. <laughs> that um, When you hear it, it's called a cavitation, which nitrogen gas naturally builds up around a joint when it's not moving properly. Just like you can you know, pop your knuckles, it's the same concept. After that was, you know, debunked after a while, right? Because all you're doing is releasing gas that was in that joint space. So when you add proper motion to the joint space with the adjustment, it releases the gas. So that's always um, one of my fun ones. And my little kiddos that I see always like to say, so it's like my back is farting. I'm like, sure, that's what you <laughs> that's a good one. That, if that's what you want to say, and that makes you feel better, but you go tell your friends that that's fine. The kids are the funniest when you get them adjusted. They love oh, yeah. it. So yeah. Um, the last one is I think that I always like to hit is a lot of people think that you have to go to a chiropractor forever. Um, I think I get that a lot. I don't want to start with a chiropractor because then I have to keep going. Yeah. Um, and I always like to use the dental analogy for this. You know, you don't <laughs> have to. You could. You know, you can come to me when you're in pain, and you can come back to me when your pain comes back because it will probably come back. Uh, but chiropractic care is a lot like the dentist or going to the gym. If you go once, and your I think your clients will attest to this. You know, you're going to feel great, and then it's not going to last very long. Chiropractic care is the same way. So yes, you could come. We have patients, we're a wellness practice here. So we have patients that have been coming to us for the 37 years that the practice, you know, has basically been open. Um, So it it just depends on your philosophy and what you want to do. You go to your dentist twice a year to check up on your teeth. Yeah. Chiropractic care, you got to check up on your spine a little more than twice a year, but you can do it twice a year if you want. It's kind of the same concept. Um, Eventually, once we get you out of pain and we get you functioning and feeling better, then it's about maintaining that. And that's a lot like, you know, when you're going to the gym as well, Mm -hmm. you want to maintain feeling that way. So you want to keep going to the gym, right? So same kind of same kind of concept. So no, you don't have to come forever. But (laughs) we will recommend it as a wellness practice just to make sure that you're living the best life that you possibly can. Right, so, right. And and um, I, I'll tell you, as the dentist's wife, I can um, identify <laughs> with all you just said. There you go. You got to get those teeth checked. It's the same thing. And I always tell people all the time, too. It's it's funny. You know, people are always like, well, how come I don't feel that? Or, you know, I tell them something is wrong in their body. 
And they're like, well, I don't have pain there. I'm like, well, you don't have to have pain. Pain is actually the last thing that shows up. Right. So it's a lot like your teeth, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know I had a cavity there. Well, yeah, no, most people don't know that they right. have cavities, but they're right. still a problem. Same thing right. with your back or your spine. You right. want to make sure that you get it checked frequently uh-huh. so that we don't have a problem. You right. know, those patients right. that come in that are like, all I did was bend over to tie my shoe. I'm like, well, this has been building up for a while. And that was the last thing that, uh, for better words, broke your back. So right. <laughs> broke the camel's sure. back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we want to make sure that we take care of it and maintain it just like you do your teeth with the brushing right. of your teeth and going to the dentist. Yeah, very, right. very similar thing. Yeah, yep. preventative, right? Preventative. Yes, absolutely. A lot of what we do is preventative. Yeah. yeah, we're very good at getting rid of people's pain. That's what we're known for. Um, People come to us that can barely walk because they're in so much pain. They have headaches that they just can't manage. Things along those lines are very popular reasons why people see us. But the preventative aspect of chiropractic care, I think, is where a lot of people don't necessarily realize how beneficial it can be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and it's like you said, um, you know, with the cavity analogy, because, you know, if you catch it when it's small, right, then we can just... We can make a big change. Do, yep. do a little yep. change. We can just put a yep. little filling in there. But yep. if we don't catch it because we didn't go to the dentist, now suddenly we, you know, we risk either losing the tooth completely, right? Yep. Or or right. A, a more expensive procedure, a root canal exactly. or a crown or both. Or, exactly. You know, your problem just gets worse. So it's- yep, It just builds and builds and builds. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so those are always my favorite, my favorite myths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think those are probably uh, some of the most common that yeah. many can yes, relate ma'am. to hearing. Absolutely. And, and, and maybe, maybe some, you know, some that people believe that are listening, you know, like, oh, yeah, I didn't know absolutely. that. And it's good to know that that's what's going on. Yeah, um, Absolutely. So I know that you mentioned that you played soccer uh, for four years um, at a collegiate level and that you also suffered from a lot of knee and back pain. Is that kind of what led you down this road to chiropractic? Yeah. Yeah. So I played all the way. I played since I was six years old. Um, I didn't stop playing until I had my son a little over two years ago, Mm -hmm. or I guess I should say it when I conceived my son, Um, I stopped playing. So um, I've always been active. Um, love, love, love the game. And when I was 15 years old, I started having pretty significant knee pain. Come to find out at the time, um, I grew about six inches in like half a year. So it was a very big growth spurt. And my physician at the time thought, you know, you just overstretched everything. We did everything. We did the PT, we did the braces, we did the strengthening, we did all of it. Mm -hmm. And none of it seemed to help my tracking issues with my kneecap or my patella. So I had my first surgery at 15, second surgery at 16, and um, at 19, I was dealing with a residual injury. After I had the first two knee surgeries, I ended up my senior year of high school uh, almost blowing my knee out completely after (gasps) doing all that work. Wow. And I said, no more surgeries. So I just rehabbed it, and I was doing okay, but playing college ball at 19, um, my knee got stuck again. And earlier that summer... I actually hurt my low back training for college ball doing a back squat, Um, thought I was stronger than I was, and (laughs) lost a little bit of my form, which is very important on that one. And which could probably be attributed to the knee, I would correct, correct. Yep, it's all connected. And I didn't realize this until I was a little older, right. And (laughs) I was in chiropractic school and realizing like, oh, I probably could have fixed my knees by fixing my back. Mm -hmm. When I was in school to be an athletic trainer, 
I was, you know, just very interested in athletes and injuries, you know, obviously with myself, knees had always become, but I wasn't looking at the big picture. And mm-hmm. luckily, one of my rotations could be that I went and shadowed a chiropractor and also worked in the PT side of their clinic to see like a different aspect of where chi- chiropractors or sorry, athletic trainers can work in PT clinics. Um, and the chiropractor was like, Hey, let's just evaluate you. You're here. You might as mm-hmm. well like pro bono, you know, let me just teach you some things. And I said, okay, like, he's like, do you have back pain? I was like, well, yeah, but doesn't everyone. <laughs> and I was 19, you know, yeah. I shouldn't have back pain. Right. And, um, he evaluated me, treated me, my back had never felt better. My knees had never felt better. And I was spending all this time and energy in the athletic to make my back feel better. Cause it was getting more, it was more and more progressive. It was happening every couple of months. Then it was happening every month. And then it was mm-hmm. happening every other week. And it was detrimental to me playing in, in college. Right. And I was also, you know, I grew up medical model. My mom is an LPN. So, you know, you had a sniffle, you took a uh, antibiotic, make sure you didn't get an infection. You know, you had this pain, you just take some Motrin, you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, But as I was progressing, it just kept getting worse and worse. So, you know, all it was, was like, take more ibuprofen, take this pain medication, take this, you know. And um, luckily that chiropractor was like, we just need to do this. And it almost within three, four visits fixed me. I was playing better than I had ever played. He showed me how, you know, 20 some years of kicking a ball the same way. Yeah. Really you know, kind of twerked and messed with my pelvis. So Mm -hmm. fixing that fixed my knees, fixed how I was kicking, fixed everything. Um, So as I started learning about it, I was like, well, I don't want to be an athletic trainer anymore. I want to be a chiropractor. So I yep, decided to had no intentions of going to med school, had no intentions of going to grad school. I was just going to do my four years and be an athletic trainer. And, and that's the track, you know, shipped out myself out to St. Louis. And I never look back. I love what I do young athletes um, are a little niche of mine. You know, Mm -hmm. I always tell myself, I wish when I was playing year round ball, you know, that someone would have told me about a chiropractor to help prevent injuries and maintain it and make me a better athlete. Um, And, you know, my mom was always, you know, she loves it. Now I got my whole family going to a chiropractor. They're in Cincinnati and I'm in Columbus, but um, they all have their own chiropractor now, but it's, it's funny. She's like, "I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't know about it. I said, it's okay. Yeah. It's all about education, but now right. it allows me to still do the thing. You know, I do more powerlifting type workouts. I can right. still do that five to six days a week and lift a lot of heavy weight. And I yeah. don't have any knee problems. I can run with my son. I can, you know, pick him up. I can do all those things that my back and my knees do just fine. Yeah. Um, and all of that's because I learned how to take care of it through chiropractic care and, and wellness. So um, I always tell my young athletes that walk into my office and they're like, ah, you know, basically like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I'm like, your parents are doing you a service because right. as you are putting your body, you're not going to have pain, right. but as you're putting your body through all of this stress, you want to maintain it and you want to make sure you're, you know, you're not wearing one side out versus the other. Like mm-hmm. I did. Right. You want to make sure that your hips are level that way, that your knees are working the same, your ankles and your hips and your back, all of it's working together rather than one hip's higher than the other. So now mm-hmm. you're wearing out that low side faster. Right. You know, that's why a lot of people only have like one hip they need replaced when they're older right. and one knee that they need because they're wearing one side out because they're not in balance and their pelvis and everything is out of, out of alignment. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, let, I want to talk about that because, you know, a lot of midlife women, they do suffer with uh, whether it's knee pain or back pain or hip pain. All of those seem to be a big complaint for, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the midlife, the midlife woman. What would you say to her in terms of, because, you know, you don't have to be an athlete, right? To go to the right. chiropractor. You don't, you don't. Yeah. Um, like yeah. I said earlier, my youngest is three days old and my oldest is in their nineties. So yeah. um, as far as patient base. So no, I, I feel like actually a lot of my patients are right in that category. Mm-hmm. They are, you know, the parent that wants to be stay in shape for their kids. Right. They used to be an athlete or not, you know, they're going to the gym more, they're trying to stay healthy, they're trying to mm-hmm. lose weight. Those are most of the people that I see. And yes, some of them try to do something they shouldn't and they hurt themselves. <laughs> and that's what brings them into the office. But I have people that walk into my office that are like, I just know that this needs to be part of my program. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, moving a lot more, I'm doing a lot more, and I know my joints need the support. And that's yeah. absolutely right. So as you're going through and you're exercising, or you're just trying to keep up with your kids, right? Because mm-hmm. they're always moving, they're always doing something, you want to make sure that you take care of yourself. And so right. that you don't need that knee replacement, you yes. know, later in life or hip replacement later in life, you can still do the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I have patients that walk into me that have a pretty severe condition in their back and they're still doing CrossFit. They're still powerlifting. They're still doing these things because we maintain it with their adjustments. So it's not necessarily that you have to be an athlete. You do not. Absolutely not. You don't even have to be going to the gym or anything. You know, a lot of people this day and age sit for a living. That is one thing I'm very thankful that I do not do. I love that my job requires me to be on my feet. I hate if I have a day where I have to, you know, do a bunch of notes right. and charting yeah. and I have to sit for a while, it's not my cup of tea. Sitting is, is ruining our back slowly too. Uh-huh. You know, it's not, it's the most pressure on our spine. So we want to make sure that we, you know, not only say, yes, should we be exercising? Absolutely. Everyone's going to have some sort, even if it's just walking right. some sort of exercise regimen. But even if you aren't, you're still a prime candidate for chiropractic care because you're still having stress on your spine. Mm-hmm. And that stress is sitting for long periods of time. Those are those little things yeah. we talked about the last straw that broke the camel's back. Right. Sitting for prolonged periods of time, especially if you're not sitting with great posture, you know, a lot of people over right. COVID sat at their kitchen tables. I can't yeah. tell me tell you how many people I started seeing because they were sitting at their kitchen table. They're like, I don't know why my back hurts all the time now. I'm like, because you're sitting at your kitchen table, you're not sitting at a desk that's ergonomically proper for you. Right. So that p- bad posture is adding up and eventually your back's going to say, I can't do this anymore. Right. Um, right. So, but especially the people who are into a great fitness regimen, you're putting your body under a lot of great stress. That is a good stressor. You want mm-hmm. to be doing those exercise programs, but you also want to make sure that you don't hurt yourself. And that is where I come in. Mm-hmm. Looking and evaluating the spine, we always take about an hour of your time on your first visit in our office, making sure that we look at everything, taking x rays, looking at what's going on, making recommendations based on that. So I have a therapy assistant in my mm-hmm. office who's teaching you exercises, you know, more like a little bit of physical therapy to make sure right. that you're doing those at home. For my big athletes, you know, we see. We see a lot of athletes, we see some OSU athletes, things like that. We want to make sure that they're using kind of those exercises that we show them as like warm ups or cool downs. Right. Right. Um, because it know, does, it's not just with. that time in the office with you. It's what, it's not, you know, that's important, but it's what you do. Yep. 
with the rest of your day. Just, right, right. I mean, it's just like your exercise. You, just because you did a, a workout in the morning doesn't mean the rest of the day you sit in your chair, right? It's what you do with the majority of your time. And so, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely. What you teach them is important. And yeah. And for, you know, middle-aged parents, it's important to show your kids, right? So you want to make sure that they grow up knowing that there is an option for them that's, you know, holistic, non-medical to help with aches and pains rather than, you know, and, and that's just a, a good thing. And if they're staying active, then their kids will most likely be active. Mm-hmm. You know, it just is a nice leading by example um, demonstration. So, right, right. Yeah. You know, I, I know many people probably wouldn't think of it like this way, but you were talking about, you know, uh, sitting at your kitchen table and, mm-hmm. you know, having pain. It needs to be thought of as an overuse injury because that's really Correct. what it is. It's Correct. an overuse it injury. You know, we think overuse injury, oh, from running or overuse mm-hmm. injury, um, doing mm-hmm. some sport. It doesn't right. have to be a sport. If you are sitting in improper position or an extended period of time in your car, at your exactly. kitchen table, wherever it is, that's an overuse exactly. injury. It is. It is. Absolutely. Um, it's it's so common these days, too, just right. because people do. I mean, for the first time in our, since humans have been a thing, you know, we have never sat like this. Right. Um, you know, before cars were a thing, you always walked everywhere. Our right. bodies are designed to walk 13 miles a day. Right. That is what we were designed to do. And even the people that are exercising probably don't even get 13 miles in a day. Right. Um, so I always tell people, you know, people was like, oh, you're going to tell me to join a gym and do all. I'm like, no, I'm going to tell you to start walking. Right. Just move. <laughs> you talk about your dog. Walk your dog at lunch. Like it takes right. you, it doesn't take you an hour to eat. Right. You know, get off your phone. Don't watch mm-hmm. your show. Take your dog for a walk. Like right. even if you're working from home and, and when you talk about the overuse, it's absolutely correct. I always break down physical stress in people's life into macros and micro. Mm-hmm. So macro is those big accidents, the car accidents, the falls, the traumas, you know, the things right. that people always think to go to a chiropractor for. Mm-hmm. But the micro is actually what's absolutely more detrimental. And that's right. an overuse. Yeah. Your bad posture when you sit, your bad sleeping habits, you know, are you yes. a stomach sleeper versus a back sleeper? You know, back is the best way to sleep. And a lot of people are very uncomfortable sleeping on their backs. And a lot of times that's because they need their pelvis adjusted. But (laughs) if they put a pillow under their knees, you know, that will help if they need to sleep on their side, you know, they need to sleep with their knees together with a pillow in between not bring one up and turn over, you know, that's one third of our life. So that's also an overuse injury if you're sleeping in an improper, you know, improper way. And those are the types of things that I try to educate because yeah, Mm -hmm. they're not in my, they're only in my office for 10 to 15 minutes at a time. And you know, what you're doing at home is probably what's actually causing the problem. Right, right. I love that you just brought up the sleep position because that's, I think that you are correct. A lot of people aren't thinking about that. And when you think about how much time you spend, you know, in a whole week, one right? third, thinking, one third of your life. That's Sleeping a lot. Is one third of your so, life. Yeah. So when someone comes to my office and they're like, God, you know, you're doing great doc. I'm doing great, but it really, it just still really bothers me in the morning on my intake questionnaire, asks the patient how old their mattress is. Wow. I, you know, it's it, people always like, why do you ask that? I'm like, well, <laughs> Because if your mattress isn't supporting you for one third of your life, it's going to cause back problems or neck problems or shoulder problems or anything, depending on how you sleep. So if we're not getting better with care and you're still reporting that first thing in the morning, you still don't feel good, 
Uh-huh. Then I'm going to recommend that we buy a new mattress. So okay. <laughs> people All are right. always like, that's a weird question. I'm I like, love that though, because I think that that really shows that, you know, it, it goes much deeper. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, we, we, we could be those people that just, you know, adjust you and send you on your way and you keep coming back when you're in pay, but I'd rather not see you. <laughs> I'd rather, yeah. you know, space your appointments out. You only have right. to come in every couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're making those changes at home, then I I don't need to see you. If your spine looks good, yeah. you know, if we're maintaining that, then then we're doing pretty good. And, you know, that's not based on just pain. That's just based on how they feel. Right. Um, because when we're working with the nervous system, we're impacting everything. We're impacting the brain. We're impacting your digestive system. We're impacting your sleeping habits. Your, you know, all of it's connected. So mm-hmm. when I have patients coming and being like, hey, um, I'm more regular in the bathroom. I'm like, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, I'm sleeping better. I'm sleeping more soundly at night. I'm not, you know, turning and tossing. And I said, they're like, could that could be because I started this? I'm like, absolutely. And yeah. Looking for a fitness program that fits into your busy schedule? Look no further than Strong for Life Light. Our brand new program offers whole workouts every month that you can do from the comfort of your own home. No need to worry about missing classes or juggling gym time with family time. Join Strong for Life Light today and get on track to a healthier you. Now back to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. Um, a great researcher out of New Zealand and Australia, Heidi Havoc, is now able to prove it. You know, we've been saying it since we've been around and for 130 years-ish now, I think chiropractors have been a, a profession, but she's proving with science now that when you get an adjustment mm-hmm. for at least 20 minutes, your brain is positively impact. And that, you know, connection between your brain and your body and your body and your brain yeah. is almost 100% clear. It's it's realizing oh, I didn't know there was a problem here. And the, the body is like, we were trying to tell you, but we just couldn't because yeah. the spine wasn't aligned properly. So all that research is is just wonderful to, you know, just help people realize that, yeah, we're really good at pain and getting rid of it and headaches and things like that. But chiropractic care is a, is a little bit bigger than that. Right, right. I want to go back to the mattress thing because I know yeah. people are probably thinking, she was talking about mattress. Is there a type that you recommend then? Because yeah, I know that's going to be is. a lot of minds. Like once yeah. they heard the mattress, oh no. And they yeah. start thinking, gosh, mine is this hold or, you know, yeah. what should I do? Yeah. What do you recommend? Yeah. So, I mean, normally people, you know, after eight to 10 years, I think is what they normally try to tell you for a traditional spring, you know, mattress or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I actually steer people towards a purple mattress, um, okay. the company purple it is research wise shows the best support on your back. Mm-hmm. Um, they also last longer. Okay. Um, so yes, you're going to pay a little bit more, uh, but mm-hmm. that mattress is going to support you the best and it's going to last the longest. I think they still have a 10 year warranty. Um, so that just shows you mm-hmm. um, that that mattress lasts longer. I have owned mine for five plus years now. Um, my partner is not a small person um, as far as like thick six and athletic build. So, and his side of the bed is not even closely worn down. Yeah. Um, so it is the most comfortable bed I've ever laid on. I would have a little bit, you know, coming out of chiropractic school, you know, you don't make that much money. So you, I, I had a cheaper <laughs> mattress 
And um, as you realize that it is detrimental to your health, as you are coming to work and you're tired because you were tossing and turning all night and your back even hurt a little bit in the morning, you have to do what you preach, right? <laughs> right. So I, um, I got the mattress and I've never looked back. And yeah. I, to any patient I've recommended it to that have actually purchased it, mm-hmm. I have not heard a complaint. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's always the one I go to. And Telebed is also another one. Um, they are basically the same patent, the same design with the honeycomb gel that, um, so that's also one if people don't want to do the purple, but, Mm -hmm. um, I try to steer people away from Tempur-Pedics, things along those lines, um, that tends to just make it worse for a lot of people. Purple does also have, and I'm not, a. um, I don't make money saying, you know, right. No, I'm recommending a purple. Absolutely not. Right. Yeah. They don't, they don't do that. This is not a paid endorsement. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They, They don't do that. Um, but they have uh, different firmness. So yeah. depending on what you like. So if I have a patient that's like, well, I really like it firm. I'm like, okay, then you need to get what I got. And I got a firm one and that's mm-hmm. this one, you know, which is like mm-hmm. the level two. If you want to still feel like you're sleeping on a cloud, then you want to go to like the level four or something mm-hmm. like that, which has a bigger, bigger gel thing. So yeah. it makes you feel like it's squishier. Ah. Um, I'm not a squishy bed person. I'm a firm. I like the feel of a firm bed. (laughs) So I went with the level two, which is a firmer mattress. So yeah, that is the one that I do recommend to patients. Um, And like I said, so far, everyone has really enjoyed it. So good. Well, good to know. And I'm sure that's appreciated by my listeners. Yeah. Um, You also mentioned um, everything's connected. And I want to talk about that in terms of in terms of our alignment with our body, because we know that if I'm having trouble with my knee, it's not necessarily the knee. Yeah. Yeah. That is I just problem, had, right. Yeah. I just had a so, young uh, cross country runner this morning yeah. that um, she's about to, you know, cross country's in the fall. So she's mm-hmm. about to start that up. And she's like, I went on this 30 day camping trip thing, which was great, but my knee started bothering me. And now I'm like scared to run. And well, I said, okay, well, let me take a look at it. And it's just muscles, you know, Mm -hmm. so and it's because her hips are so misaligned, that her muscle is pulling oddly, and it's inserted at the knee, and therefore, then the knee is going to start hardening. It's the same thing with the IT band, a lot of runners um, have this, it's called runner's knee, right? So on the outside of their knee, they start experiencing pain, and they're like, Oh, no, I tore something or, or my meniscus or, you know, cartilage, or I'm wearing and tearing it, right? And I look at him, I'm like, you gotta, you gotta get these IT bands under control, which is coming from the hips. So yeah, everything, a lot of knee and ankle problems mm-hmm. actually stem from the pelvis and the low back, mm-hmm. not being in the proper alignment. So you want to make sure that you look at those. That's, I mean, the number one thing I look at with all my runners, we have a lot of marathon runners as patients, yeah. um, a lot of young athletes as well, like runners, track runners, cross country runners. So you want to make sure that you take a look at the hips, which mm-hmm. are connected to the, you know, to the knees via all of that stuff. Yeah. And a lot of, I mean, you know, they always look at me like I'm crazy when I'm like, I'm actually going to work on this part of your hip. Uh-huh. It's going to make your knee feel better. Right. Right. Um, in a more kind of drastic example, when you're working with just the spine, I have um, an older woman who has really bad scoliosis. It runs in her family. I actually see both of her um, adult daughters as well for their scoliosis mm-hmm. to manage it. And, but she didn't know about it soon enough. And so she has had two rod surgeries oh. in her spine Wow! and hers was so severe. So she came to me and she's like, I just, I can't, I have so much low back pain I, you know, I just don't want another surgery. And I said, okay, well, 
let me take a look at your films. Another reason why we need to take films. And I noticed that her rods were actually fused to her SI joints. Like they had fused them. And I said, I can't move anything. Everything is, you know, in your low back, everything is fused. Um, But what I can do, and I said, you know, you're going to kind of be a little bit of an experiment for me is I can move your neck. So I, your neck needs adjusting. It's not in the right alignment. So let me just move your neck and let's see how you do. All I did was adjust her neck for the first couple of visits and her low back pain went away. I wow. never touched her low back. I never adjusted her low back, but because the whole spinal cord and column are connected, mm-hmm. sometimes just by realigning at the top, you can fix the rest of the back. I, right. I can't move her low back. Right. Um, so I have, you know, have to get creative mm-hmm. and she also had knee pain as well that went away too. So, you know, it's just a matter of people understanding, you know, don't look at us crazy. If you tell me that you have hand and wrist pain, and I adjust your shoulder, yeah, because that is also connected. That's a very common problem as well. Carpal tunnel, things like that. I'm actually going to look at your elbow and your shoulder. I'm not going to look at that wrist. Yeah. um, Because that's actually where, you know, the problem is stemming from because everything's connected. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Everything's connected. Yeah. And I think especially, you know, with women, we have, we see a lot of pelvic tilt. Yeah. Which then obviously. Yep. Is not good (laughs) because again, we're working down. So it's why, you know, women are always like my hip hurts, my knee hurts, or they're always limping or, you know, not walking properly. You know, it's, it's wearing one side out versus the other. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, I always tell people I see them on their exercise. I women tend to go forward, especially in the childbearing years, or if Mm. they have bared a child and men tend to go backwards, you know, even if, even if the pelvis is level um, from this direction, when I look at it from a side, you're going to be tucked under, you're going to be tucked forward. That also is not going to help. No, you're going to have tight muscles on the front side or tight muscles on the back side. Mm-hmm. So those yes, absolutely. And women, especially and of course, you know, my, as a mom, me as well, mm-hmm. but we tend to put our health on on the, the back burner, right? right. We, we're getting the kids everywhere. We're doing things. Um, I just recently had a mom come to me who was like, you know, she's always been fit in her life. But her two grown, you know, teenage daughters, one plays field hockey, one plays soccer. She just got cut up in all the travel ball. She lost sight of her fitness. She gained 50 pounds. You know, she's like, and now one's going to college and the other one's done playing field hockey. She's like, I'm, I'm getting back on track. And she had low back pain. She tried to play pickleball, which is a common thing that's bringing people into my office too, is everyone's trying pickleball. But she, you know, it's like, now I need to take care of my health because I didn't do it for so many years because of my girls. So, um, you know, as a mom, I understand that completely. My guy's only a little, a little under two and a half, but mm-hmm. you have to still take care of yourself because then you're not going to be able to do the things you want to do later in life or with your kids because mm-hmm. you're in pain. Right. And I think that is a very important message for all, um, you know, women here, whether you are a new mom or you are a more seasoned mom with older mm-hmm. kids, because, yeah. um, you know, it doesn't matter what stage you are, you're still really busy with them. Yep, And, you know, especially then once you do get to midlife, then now you, you know, might be dealing with caring Mm -hmm. for not only your own children, but, um, you know, older parents or older adults. Yep. And then you really get lost in that shuffle, but you've got to find that time and it doesn't have to be. And I think that's the other 
thing, you know, well, I just don't have the time. It doesn't have to be a lot of time. You know, it, no. it just has to be some time. <laughs> Our, you know, adjustments, I, you know, people that start that have never been adjusted always tell me like, oh, that's it. Like, that's it. An adjustment is very quick. You yeah. know, it doesn't take me long. At, you know, the first appointment, second appointment, I like to educate. We obviously do the thorough exam. Right. But after that, an adjustment is very simple. And what mm-hmm. you're doing, out, like we talked before, what you're doing outside of my office is very important as well. Right. So as long as we're keeping that up, you could be in and out of my office in a GIF. And that doesn't take, you know, much. I have moms that come to me or parents that come to me uh, right after they drop the kids off to the sitter or school or the what up camp this summer or, right. or whatever sport. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, I got five minutes to go to the chiropractor and I got 10 more minutes before I got to pick the next kid up. So, you know, a lot of, uh, of that. I always laugh when I see my new moms, um, I do a lot of prenatal um, and I see a lot of babies as well. Yeah. Um, but I see a lot of pregnant women throughout their whole pregnancy. And then as soon as they deliver and when they come in without that newborn, I'm like, go, go get a coffee, <laughs> sit down at the coffee shop, walk through target by yourself. Like yeah. that is, you know, a mental stressor that you have, you need to take care of yourself mentally too. you know, yeah. make sure that you get that little bit of you time. So you still feel like yourself. Yes. You have a newborn, obviously they need you a lot, but you want to make sure you're still taking, you're already taking a great step by making sure you get adjusted, adjusted after you deliver. But Let's yeah. take that one step further and, and go across the street and just sit there and have a coffee and, and right. do what you want to do, you know, yeah. before you go back home to that baby. So yeah, um, those are always my favorites too. <laughs> well, Dr. Harris, is there anything else that we may have missed that you want to touch on? I don't think so. I don't think so. That was, that was quite a bit of information for everybody, yeah. <laughs> but I love educating people. We love, um, we love it at our office. So mm-hmm. uh, we always, always take advantage when we can just educate people about what we do. If people want to know more about you or uh, the services that you offer, where could they find that at? Yeah. So our practice is Worthington Optimal Wellness. It's in Worthington. Um, if you're from the area, it's at the Linworth area um, in Worthington, right by 315 and 161. Um, We have our website, Mm worthingtonoptimalwellness.com. All of our bios, there's three of physicians here, including myself. The practice has been around since 87. So it's been around for quite some time. So they can find out any information about us. If they want to contact us, there's a form there. If they want to contact just the office to ask a question, they can do that as well. Um, we're always here for people. And we appreciate you sharing the knowledge just on those three myths. And, you know, that's because I think that's important because whether they yeah. are local or not local, now they understand what yeah, chiropractic absolutely. care can offer to them and mm-hmm. find someone reputable uh, within their area. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today. And thank you for listening to this episode of Fit News. And we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and I'm on a continuing mission to help you stay strong, healthy, and happy. A special thank you to our producer, Noah Martin, and Retrospection Multimedia. Tune in to the Fit News Podcast every Monday to get your tips for living your best midlife. These episodes are live streamed weekly in our Facebook group. Be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to Fit News Podcast for your weekly health advice. To join the Facebook group, visit strongforlifefitness.com.